Story Institute's Rambling Verser Podcast, Episode 21, Writing Down the Fairy Tales. Well, hello there and welcome to another episode of Story Institute's Rambling Verser. I'm your host, John Murray III, and... Uh, you know, we have a couple episodes that we kind of have in the can, so to speak, uh, but uh, we have a little bit more editing to do to before we bring them to you. So this week, it, well, it, it'll be a, still a little bit shorter than usual. Um, we hope that, that you enjoy the intricacies of, of some of the conversation that we're, we're, we're going to kind of explore today, and it's going to be about writing fairy tales. You know, the the book that I'm working on now in anticipation of, of NaNoWriMo is really a, a compilation of fairy tales to lead into a longer story series. And it's it's a lot more difficult than, than you would think just to sit down and, and come up with your own fairy tales. We've all grown up with, you know, Red, Little Red Riding Hood, Goldilocks and the Three Bears. We all have something from our childhood that we can pull out and say, you know, this this really made a difference to me. This this is the fairy tale that that either got me interested in storytelling in general, or um, really really questioned what what the what our surroundings were. More about those fairy tales in a moment. Right now, though, it's time for the quote of the week. This week we have a couple quotes of the week for you. Uh, So uh, the first one will be by Albert Einstein. If you want your children to be intelligent, read them fairy tales. If you want them to be more intelligent, read them more fairy tales. When I examine myself and my methods of thought, I come to the conclusion that a gift of fantasy has meant more to me than any talent for abstract, positive thinking. Our second quote of the week is brought to us by Charles Dickens. In a utilitarian age of all other times, it is a matter of grave importance that fairy tales should be respected. And the last quote we have for you today is by Johann Christoph Friedrich V. Schiller. Deeper meaning resides in the fairy tales told me in my childhood than in any truth that is taught in life. It's always interesting the path we, we tend to take in life, but those fairy tales that, that we're told as children, whether they're the classics you know, mentioned at the beginning of, uh, of the, uh, the three little pigs, the three bears... Uh, whatever it is, they all bring us closer to to a truth that, that we don't really want to go away from. And and if we forget them, if we forget them, we kind of lose touch with the reality that, that kind of formed our lives for so long. So the, the three quotes of this week really kind of bring us back to that uh, by some very, very intelligent, very well-respected individuals uh, who, who want to make sure that we don't forget that without those fairy tales, we would not be uh, where we are as adults. I'm also hoping that as as I take a look at some of the fairy tales that uh, that have brought some great joy to my life, not the traditional ones, but some of the ones that that I remember my father uh, sharing with us. You know, the the three ghosts, Hoo Boo and Boo Boo. Um, obviously, more detail is 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 needed, but. But you know that, and and different characters within classic fairy tales. I'm hoping that by going down this path myself, that I can also align to what C.S. Lewis kind of said—that someday we'll be old enough to start reading fairy tales again. 
it's interesting because as I take a look at, at some of the structure and and outlines and whatnot that, that that I want to put together for for these fairy tales, it just it just doesn't do it justice. In fact, you you know if you think too much about some of these things, uh, you'll lose you'll lose the flavor, you lose the intensity of that writing, and and I'm finding myself that as long as I stick to getting the words down on paper. I'm not editing as much. I'm more involved in the fairy tale themselves, bringing that magic to life rather than relying on on some of that that training that I've had as an uh, education major and as an English major uh, quite a few years ago now. Um, but but that that takes away from it too much. That internal editor comes on too quickly if I if I forget that uh, that that. This is really about telling its story, making sure that the that, that the tale is truly a part of uh, of the progression of the storyline, and the magic is kind of spaced uh, spaced throughout. The example that kind of jumps out for me is just the introduction. I think I've gone through five drafts already of the introduction, trying to take a look at what would be the best way to get. All of these concepts right into right into the beginning, and I'm starting the the book in a much different fashion than you would normally expect a book of fairy tales to be started in. I'm starting it with a letter from the narrator, and it didn't start out that way. What it started out as is it started out as as more of a okay, let me hit these points, let me get through this so that I can set up the the, the formula for the book and and, and get all. It doesn't work. It, it doesn't work when you're trying to trying to capture something that 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 a small child would would really get. And so what I had to do is go back and take a look at at, at just what I was trying to do with it and where the, these fairy tales would connect with a longer storyline uh, that that I'll be working on, starting with uh, Nano here in November. So I've rewritten this letter. A couple times, and and it's finally now coming to the point where I can identify with the character, with that narr- narrator that's sort of sharing uh, his views as far as things that have happened throughout the book, but encouraging the readers to be a part of not only the stories themselves, but to bring the fairy tales to life uh, in their own fashion. As I put the other pieces together and add in stories like Echo Duty. Or a repossessed kitten, or the dolly lost and found, pixie, pixie castaway, monkey in the mirror. I have to remember that the audience really is not some English major sitting uh, at a desk somewhere grading pe- papers, but really it's the six-year-old and four-year-old that that we have. And, and if they're not going to get engaged in it, I kind of miss the mark. And it doesn't matter how grammatically correct it's going to be, it wouldn't have served its purpose because the next series uh, a common's tale is really going to be tied into these believable fantasies these believable tales that that they really have to come to life with uh, with uh, with each of these storylines so if you've ever tried to to put together a book of fairy tales or really enjoy a particular fairy tale you know i'd like to hear from you you can share some feedback on our forums at storyinstitute.com slash forums or you know, give us a buzz at 615-431-RIT, W-R-I-T, 
um, or send me an email at ramblingverser at storyinstitute.com. Let me know about your favorite fairy tales. Uh, share a little bit about some of your uh, successes or struggles if you've either written along those fantasy realms or or have, have enjoyed other books uh, that you thought were very well done from a, a fairy tale perspective. Uh, writing in isolation is is okay. It's good from uh, from the standpoint of the writer writing, but it's never uh, great when you forget about the audiences that are out there. Uh, in this case, you know, it doesn't matter what age range you're in. Definitely love to hear a little bit about uh, about your experiences and even where you'd like to see some of these stories going. What I may do is I, I'll probably end up posting these these topics and these titles of of the stories out out on the forum somewhere this way it'll be that extra filter that that extra interaction that we don't always have with with our readers you know i kind of miss that you know whether it's a school environment or an open uh, writing environment where you get that feedback immediately so i'll I'll take it back out to the forums Uh, of course of course the children are going to be the final uh, the final critic to it, but but uh, we encourage you to to provide uh, provide that input as well. Well, and this show is just clipping right along here, and as I kind of mentioned at the beginning, it's going to be shorter than usual. Uh, that's our sign that it's time for the poetry and short story topics of the week. Our poetry topic is St. Patrick's Day. We're in the green. The wearing of the green, that's the day when all of those who are not of Irish descent celebrate the lovely story of St. Patrick's on his day. From marching in the large parades, to drinking green beer, to eating corned beef and cabbage, this day is about celebrating life and enjoying it. This festive occasion brings about a brotherhood many don't remember exists the rest of the year. This joyous occasion provides opportunities for grown adults to relive their youth and become a part of new traditions. And don't forget the beer. Choose your path, choose your subject, and choose your favorite memory of the day, if you can remember. Were you standing in a parade line waiting to march your way down Michigan Avenue holding a freezing piece of metal, praying and hoping that the cameras will not catch your step on the opposite foot from everyone else as you patch by the judging booth? Were you a bystander, watching the people walk by, happy, chilled, and throwing candy? Either way, choose your words well, but don't leave out the pot of gold. Remember, poems are simple but have all the power of a story in a little teeny tiny space. Post it at storyinstitute.com. Share it elsewhere, but write and enjoy. And our short story topic of the week is looking for fantasy lands. What is the difference between spirits and fairies? How about fairies and pixies? At some point, they were the same. At some point, they became different. At some point, they just moved away from one location to many, until one day when another creature finds a document with hints over each group moved. What is this document that is found? Who is the other creature? What is the difference? Is there a difference? Will each group be found? Is there a map that goes along with the document? Why did they separate in the first place? Is this a series of short stories? Decide on the path the character follows. Decide on the mysteries revealed. Decide on the reason for looking for the answers. Decide on the behaviors that each separate group take. Decide on the setting. Is it a forest? A swamp? A desert? All of them? Think about the parallels between these groups and ones that you know. Decide on the story and write. Post it at storyinstitute.com or share it elsewhere, but write and enjoy. 
Well, that about wraps things up here at Story Institute's Ramblin' Verser. Besides a few bad accents and some rambling uh, conversations we had about fairy tales, we hope you enjoyed this week's conversation. And we hope to find you back here next week when we'll have new stories, new ideas, and new uh, authors, hopefully, in the mix. In the meantime, remember to imagine, enhance, and grow your stories.